Well, good morning, Bree City. Yeah, it's good to see you. Good to be with you. As Shelly said, I was one of those four that was in Argentina. So um, we're kind of getting used to the thaw again, to the frozen tundra, but so good to, to melt the ice and be with you guys. Um, I, what we're going to do this morning is just going to tell you about this partnership that we have with this just amazing little church in Argentina, why we do that, and then in a few minutes, we're going to have them pop up on the screen and be able to share with us live about their hearts and what, they, what, what God has done through this partnership. So if you're new to Bruce City Church, welcome. Good to have you here. Um, I don't know about you guys. If you grew up in the church, you'll probably maybe identify with this a little bit, but I'm a product of the evangelical church. Grew up here in the city of Milwaukee. I have a Baptist mom, a Lutheran dad, and then I chose to go the non-denominational route when I was about in high school or college, like you do because you're interested in, you know, your, your love life starts blossoming, and where do you go? Youth group, right? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, that's what I did, and so I'm a, I'm a product of the evangelical church. I started a church, I mean, maybe 16 years ago, I think, 16-ish years ago, and we merged with the church that I started was this ragtag group of people that most of you would have no interest in because we were, it was just, it didn't feel like church. It was crazy. It was weird. It was, well, I'll stop talking about that, and then we merged with a church called Metrobrook Church, which is very much part of the the evangelical non-denominational world here was birthed from Elmbrook Church, and we became one church over 10 years ago. It was brilliant and beautiful, but I still had all my evangelical, post-evangelical misgivings to me. If you know what I'm talking about, if you grew up in the evangelical church, you probably have some of those. And we used to be called an evangelical church. If you're new to Bruce City Church, we don't, we're not an evangelical church anymore. We just call ourselves a Christian church following in the way of Jesus. So I'll say that again in case you want to know, hey, what kind of church is Bruce City Church? We are a Christian church following in the way of Jesus. That's it. Now, one of the, the things that I've had to unpack as I've gone through my life in the church and leading a church and trying to figure out what do we prioritize in the church and what do we want to embody in the world? These are major, major questions if you're trying to lead a church. How do we want to be the church? How do we want to manifest, bring the presence and body of Christ to the world around us? And one of those things is this, what I thought was a dirty word called missions. Now, I thought it was a dirty word because of what I've seen done with it. I've been on short-term mission trips, done the whole thing, and I think the thing that I've grown uncomfortable with missions, the idea of missions in the American church, and the American Protestant church, I'll say, is that we've turned it into what's called colonialism. Does that make sense? Colonialism being saying, we're going to go and take this land, take this people even, and when we're in the church, we say we're going to do it for Jesus. But then we make them think and act and look and sound and feel the exact same way as who we are. Rather than saying there's a beautiful imprint of the Imago Dei in you that's unique that we don't carry because we're Americans and a particular kind of American at that. And we want to bring you Jesus and then see you fill in that beautiful story of the gospel and hear, hear what's unique to your culture and see how you can learn from us, but also how we can learn from you. I haven't seen that done in the church so much. So I became skeptical of missions. 
And they came into the church world skeptical of it. And then all of a sudden, we have this elder by the name of Randy Schmore. You're going to see him up on the screen. He's hosted around here. He's preached around here, if you're not new. And he said, hey, I've, I'm a missions guy. And in, immediately, my barriers go up. And he said, I got a church in Argentina that I'd like you guys to just think about partnering with. And long story short, Randy invited me and some other leaders to... Uh, a presentation about missions on a Wednesday night. Now, if there's a list of the last things you want to do on a Wednesday night, it's sit for two hours and listen to a church guy talk about missions. <laughs> sorry, not sorry, Randall. I know he's here. But <laughs> Hey, buddy. Uh, but that presentation changed the way I thought about missions. Because Randy talked about how we are not called to be the benefactors of the world as the American church. We're not called to conquer anything in the name of Jesus. We're called to partner together and to learn about the kingdom of God in and through one another, in the American church, in the Argentinian church, in the South American church, in the African church, in the church in Asia, in the church in Europe, in the church wherever it's found. There's beautiful deposits of Christ that we get to learn from one another. And so let's begin a partnership and so that was 10 years ago. We took our first trip down to this city in Argentina called Salta, Argentina. Has anyone heard of Salta, Argentina? You're probably from around Bruce City if you've heard of it. I had never heard of it. It's in the north east, no, northwest part of Argent, Argentina. Really, you're in the foothills of the Andes. So just to the left of you, just to the west, is Chile. If you go over the Andes Mountains, which God bless if you do. And then to the north is, is that Bolivia? Yeah, Bolivia, Paraguay is not too far away. Brazil's right there. It's right in the midst of a bunch of nations, but there's this beautiful city called Salta. They call it, in Salta, they call it Salta la Linda. I mean, Salta the beautiful. And it is a beautiful city. And so we grew, grew to know the, this group of church leaders who had a heart and a dream for their city, much like we had a heart and a dream for our city in Milwaukee. And we grew in relationship, and we grew to love one another. And sooner or later, now we're 10 years later, we've taken five trips down there. And we've grown to just fall in love with each other as church leaders and as people who are part of the church. This is Amanda and Lucio Gaijo. We have them up on, on uh, Zoom. Let's, they can hear us. We can't hear them. Everyone say hi. Let's give them a welcome. So knowing these guys and knowing Randy's heart for what what the kingdom of God can look like around the world has changed my heart in regard to the idea of missions. This is a really long-winded way of saying God has transformed the way I see missions. God has done good work in me because of these guys who I've learned from. And what we've found is that we've learned from them in regard to what it means to be the church in profound ways that I would never have imagined. And I think they've learned from us about what it means to be the church in profound ways that they would have never imagined. And we get to have this beautiful relationship. One of Lucio and Amanda, are, I was reflecting on this as we left on Tuesday, as we were saying our goodbyes with tears. There's not many people, I know a lot of pastors, and I have a lot of good friends who are pastors, and these guys have become some of my best friends, even though they're on the other side of the world, and maybe it's because they're on the other side of the world. And there's this, this, this love for family and just this matching of cultures that we've had. So what we want to do is just tell you about this last trip we're on. We haven't been able to be in Argentina since pre-COVID, so it's been four years. 
So we wanted to just send some leadership to be able to go and reestablish this connection and this relationship in a way that we can serve them a lot of times. They have a camp. The way they grow their church is through having camps for kids, for youth, for high schoolers, for young adults, and then they wanted to bring in their families. It's this amazing way that they grow their church through kids and youth and families. And we were able to come alongside them. I spoke five times, four times in camp, one time on Sunday service, and um, there's... It was brilliant and beautiful. So I want to just invite Sarah and Shelley up to come and tell the story of what it was like to be there for the last week. We have Randy Schmore. He's going to tell us as well what it was like to be there for the last 10 days. Randy is still in Argentina. He's leaving tonight, so Godspeed, my friend. Uh, Sarah and Shelley, come on up. Now, we're, going to, we're supposed to clap when people come up, so go ahead and do that. We're going to be on the left side, I think, Bula, right? You want us on this side? Still, yep. So... Uh, for the, those of you who are online, welcome. Sorry I didn't say hi to you earlier. We're so glad that you're with us. If you can't be here in person, if you're watching live or if you're watching afterwards, um, we're going to try our best to make this as, as presentable for you guys online, but it's not going to be the best. We don't have all the technology that can bump from screen to screen. So we're going to try to zoom in on them as much as you can so you can see the guy shows. And Randy, when he's talking, well, we're, so that just means for you guys in-house, we're going to be on one side of the room and hope that works. So, Shelly, you've been, I think at least five times as well, you've been to CELTA. And... Yeah, I think I've lost count because yeah. um, I've gone a couple times that haven't been just Bruce City eccentric, but we've still ended up in CELTA while we were there. And so, um, yeah, I, I just echo a lot of what, what Randy said is these people have become so dear to our hearts. They are family. Um, when I think about Bruce City, I also think about Salta, Argentina, because we've become a part of each other, and it's a really, really beautiful thing. And um, good morning. And uh, even as I was just kind of thinking about, like, what do I share? You know, that doesn't sound like the typical mission trip report kind of thing. Um, I just had, I just started praying about, like, God, what what is it that stood out to me? What is it that, um, in the midst of um, the whole morning or the whole week? Um, that just kind of kept coming back to my mind. And one of the things that really stood out to me at the camp, um, which, like Randy said, is such a big part of who they are and how they grow their church and um, the people that, that um, just, you know, darken their doorways every Sunday. And one of the things that stood out to me was watching the young men in the group. And um, we were at a camp for young adults, which was 18 to 25-year-olds, and I thought, ooh, okay, how's this going to go? How are these guys going to engage? Are they going to engage? Will they care? And there was so much beauty in that room um, when we would meet, watching these guys engage with the words that Randy was sharing, engage in worship, um, even turning some worship songs into like a soccer chant. <laughs> um, but just worshiping and praising, and it was such a beautiful moment. And I just thought, why is this so grabbing my attention? Like, I just had to keep asking myself that kind of throughout the week. And it reminded me um, of Revelation 2, actually, when um, one of the seven churches is being spoken to, and it sacks about losing your first love. And I thought to myself as I sat there going, these people are so in love with Jesus. And many of them have just come to know him. And it challenged my heart. It's like, have I become calloused? Have I become so used to it um, that I'm not as intrigued with Jesus? 
And so I found myself just kind of praying into that and just going, like, what, what is this? You know, if you remember in Revelation where it talks about, like, this one thing I hold against you, like, you've done all these great things. And I think about my life in ministry and my life here at Bruce City, and I think, you know, I think God would say, you've done some great things, but this one thing I hold against you. You've lost the love that you first had. And it challenged my heart. And it wasn't a, like a shaming kind of thing. It's not like I sat and I felt bad or ugly or horrible in the way that I walk with Jesus. But it was just that still small voice in, in my heart and in my head saying, do you love me? How much do you love me? Do you love me? And I just was challenged beyond um, a lot of things with that. And so that was a beautiful um, just a beautiful part of what we were a part of. Um, I'm grateful for the, the way that the Gaijos have um, developed a team around them. That was another thing that really stood out to me at the camp is you didn't, when it was time to clean up, when it was time to do something, nobody had to be asked. Everybody just jumped in and, and was a part of it. And I found myself even questioning that, like, how did you do that? You know, like, that's amazing. And Honestly, it just was overflow from their hearts. They so loved God that all they wanted to do was serve and serve him. And I just found myself being really challenged by that, um, of where my motives come from and where. Um, so these are some of the things that I learned uh, this week and was just challenged in. Um, and I'm grateful. So thank you for trusting us to go. Thank you for allowing us to represent you as we went, um, because you were in our hearts the entire time you were there. And I'm so grateful to be back with you, um, but I'm also so grateful for the parts of you that I brought to Argentina with me. And so thank you for that. Perfect. Um, so Shelly and I and Randy have gone many times to Argentina and been part, part of that, uh, seeing what God is doing through them in South Argentina. Um, but Sarah, my wife, who's our children's ministry director, has never been down there because we have four kids who wouldn't let you leave, basically, right? And so finally, they're old enough where you were able to be with us for the first time. So we'd love, I'd just love to have you share, Sarah, what your impressions were as this kind of new lenses to see and to, you've never been with the Argentinian people and the people in the church in Salta. So what are some of your thoughts, Sarah? Um, yeah, I'm so grateful that I had a chance to go this time and... I wish I could have gone first because Shelly <laughs> said all those things that I probably would have said. Um, but yeah, it was such a beautiful experience. I, you know, have gotten to know Lucio and Amanda when they've been here in the States and have been able to have such a beautiful relationship with them. But it's so good to be where they are and to see the beautiful um, church community and the culture that they have built there. They, um, they give themselves so much to the people of their church. Um, they're always available to them, and it's such a beautiful thing, and it's um, made a culture, like Shelley said, of others that are willing to just give of themselves um, to each other. In the camp, um, they had small groups, and each small group had a leader, and the um, campers were so grateful and um, just had a deep experience with their their small group and their small group leader. You could it was very evident by the end of the week the, the impact that the leadership had on the campers, and um, I'm just 
um, adding on to what Shelley said as far as like they in America right now it's such a consumeristic church where you know people just want to pop in and pop out and it's hard to get volunteers and these kids um, they just wanted to participate they wanted to serve God fully in their entire lives um, so it was just really evident how they were up helping serving um, connecting with one another they had so much fun with one another and it was a really beautiful experience to to see those relationships and um, yeah the, for me the the language was obviously a barrier and um, but you know, when you ask people about their faith, they can use words, um, but really these kids showed their faith by their actions when I couldn't understand them, so it was really a beautiful, um, yeah, witness, and um, I was able to connect with one of the campers, Joseph, who learned how to speak English from watching YouTube videos, and um, he, He's was, incredible he was English. awesome. It was so good to talk, talk with him and um, be able to connect at least with one of the one of the kids there, so yeah. it was. I'm just really grateful I was able to go. I'm grateful I got to go with the Schmores, who are, you know, professional travelers and um, just a lot of fun. So it was beautiful to continue to build those relationships and then to see the beautiful church culture that they have there, and yeah. hope to bring some of that back here. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah, for me, every time is just. Uh brilliant refresher on what's important. Um, I want my, my family culture to be shaped by what I see in Argentina, and that's a, a whole people group who have considerably less than we have as people, but who are considerably more uh, grateful and content than we are as a people. It, it makes me want to shape my family around the values that I see there and the, um, build my life around, our lives around gratitude and contentment and wonder and beauty and service. Um, it's, it's a humbling thing to be around a people who are kind of better than me in, in many ways and that I get to learn from. So I love that. And then as a preacher, because I'm, I'm usually the Sunday morning guy who, who preaches around here, it's so refreshing to hear people say things like, hey, when you spit spoke that thing through Hebrews 12 four years ago around a campfire when you were here last time, I became a Christian because of that. Like I started to follow Jesus because of what you had to say. Sometimes as a preacher, I wonder if this is, if, if it's worth it, if it gets through it all. And being around people who are kind of just like wanting that, the, the message of the gospel and the word of God, like they want their next meal is so refreshing and beautiful to be around. So now I want to hear from first Randy before we get to the stars of the morning, the guy shows. But Randy Schmore, we've been talking a lot about what we do um, because of you. So you can, can you kind of share your heart and vision for um, the church globally and what you're, what you're all about, how this came to be in six minutes or less? <laughs> awesome. Well, a good morning, Bruce City family. Uh, excited to be back with you next week. Um, yeah. It, you know, this, as uh, when I first started and uh, Shelley uh, and I were beginning and, and doing this work, it was almost exclusively short-term mission team kind of work and a focus on really doing that better. But the, the missing element that I always wondered about was longevity in, in doing this and, and partnership over the years. And something in my gut told me that that was really what this should be all about. And 
because the church being what it is and how we need each other so much and all of that and all of I never exactly knew what it was going to look like, but I knew that there was some sort of um, place that I needed to aim at with this and, and what it would look like. And so Bruce City wasn't the first church that I presented the idea of a sister church partnership to, um, but it's the one closest to me, absolutely, as you all know. It, you, how much warms my heart to have something like this confirmed and to watch 10 years of relationship together um, become what this beautiful thing is now. Um, it, it's just hard to describe what that does um, to me personally and, and to know that, yeah, I heard something that was true from the Spirit, from God, that this was something worth pursuing, that this was worth something worth going after. And, and yeah, I've seen it happening and seen it work out over time with other churches that I work with as well, different parts of the world, and it's beautiful there too. Um, but there's no question that this is the, the one that touches my heart the deepest, absolutely. Um, and that the Gaijos are eternal friends. It, there's just no other way to look at that. Um, and, and, the, and their church and all the people we've met. And so um, this is like, you know, Shelley read those verses in the beginning today, out uh, of Revelation and this, you know, group of people standing before God. And, you know, much of my life, I would look at something like that and say, yeah, that's a great vision for the future. The thing of the kingdom is that's a vision for right now mm -hmm. with us, and we're living that out, and that's why it's so beautiful and, and so amazing. So I just encourage um, all of us and us in Bruce City Church there as we have opportunity, and we really do hope for more opportunities for more of you at Bruce City to even come and experience this. We also are hoping to see the Gaijos in Milwaukee again before too long. Um, really take the time to find out more about this because it will touch you in ways that you would not expect um, and help you feel a part of something really big going on in the world like Randy was describing earlier. So thanks again to the church there um, in sending the four of us down it truly was an amazing experience. And um, yeah, uh, love you guys. I can't wait to see you again this week, especially you, Shelly. Um, <laughs> excited to get home tomorrow. All right. And let's, Lucy, uh, Amanda, I'll miss you as well. So, but thank you so much. You can keep the private messaging. To, you got uh, extra WhatsApp. points right there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, again, for those of you who might be like, what's going on? We're just trying to uh, bring you guys into our. Um, our methodology of missions and how we want to engage globally in the world as a local church expression here in, in Milwaukee. Um, and uh, before we bring the guys, have the guys share, Shelly, you wanted to share something else? Yeah, I just want to share one thing, and that is, um, you know, before leading up to the time to be gone, um, of course, there's all the stresses, you know, of like, I got to get this done, I got to get that done, all the things, right? And I found myself kind of going like, oh, should I be doing this? I just don't know what to expect. 
And honestly, there was a part of me that was a little scared, maybe, of like, what is this going to be like? Like, has COVID changed this relationship too? And maybe some of you can relate, like where you're not sure when you haven't seen somebody for a while, like, are things going to be weird? Are we okay? Are we still friends? And I had some of those feelings going into this and just kind of wondering, like, are the Gaijos like going to still want to be with us and all of those kinds of things. And, you know, um, I just want to say they were laid to rest um, because it was as if we picked up right where we had left off and our friendship deepened and it was beautiful. But, um, you know, like in anything, even as we entered into this, there is that like, are we going to be ghosted or how is this going to feel? And maybe, you know, I, I don't know, maybe you've never felt any of that with COVID, but I felt a ton of it. And so I was skeptical, and I was so glad that God met us right where we were, and we got to just kind of pick up. And so we're going to hear from Lucio and Amanda now and just kind of their heart in this, and hopefully they feel the same way. But um, it was really great to renew our friendship with them. Mm -hmm. And in case you're wondering, uh, the World Cup is everywhere, and Messi is everywhere, and shirts are everywhere. It's impossible to find jerseys. (laughs) But uh, Bamo Argentina, Gaijos, how how fun to have you here. Thank you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Lucio, can you just share with us your heart, what, you've, what you have seen on your end from the 10 years, the decade of this partnership? Wow, 10 years. <laughs> We're old, my friend. It was a long Yeah. Well, uh, all these years was a, uh, it was a blessing. But first, I want to say hi, everybody. In Bruce City, we pray for you guys, and we love you, and thank you for your prayers and gift and everything. And and these ten years, there was the uh, the more beautiful experience. I had a sister church, like I told you, or I I said a couple of times ago, uh, when we started this relationship with Bruce City, and uh, we met uh, this guy, uh, Randy Randy Schmort, uh and. He started to talk about, hey, we can have a, a, a partnership with another church and this church, and they have a, they can grow together. Us um, was like, uh, I was a really, really very skeptical because we had experience with many groups from the state, and uh, our experience was the same. A group come from the, the state, they visit us for 10 days, five days, they took a lot of pictures. We shared a lot of things, but I let they live and they never come. We we lose contact with them, and and it was a kind of frustrate for for us thinking about have uh, more about this. And then when Randy came and he talked about, hey, we want to have this partnership uh, with uh, my local church in in Wisconsin with Bruce City, and we start to pray a lot. Uh, and the truth, that, uh, that was one of the points that we were very, but God, uh, we say that in Spanish, he closed our mouth or something like that, you know, like God showed us uh, a new different relationship with the group from the state. And and we met the church, we met Randy and I, we met Shelly and other leaders, and, uh, and it was awesome see them very transparent and very uh, like, um, trying to have a read with uh, us and not only uh, have a, a mission experience. And, and that was very encouraging for us, start this relationship 
with the Bruce City and after 10 years we grow together with so many good things and, and, and sometimes things uh, happens in, the, in, in both church but we continue growing and, and that's something that uh, very, very uh, encouraged to wait what the Lord has for the future for both. So we love you guys and we enjoy the time with you guys here in Salta, Randy Nysmore and, and, and Shelly and Sarah. Uh, the church love you and, and many of the people in the church, many of them, they, they maybe, they never met person. And after COVID, like, uh, like Shelly, you said, uh, everything was like weird. Uh, but I think uh, in our heart, Bruce City and, and Iglesia Misionera was the same thing, you know. So we are so grateful with that, and, and we love you guys. Thank you, Lucio. Uh, Amanda, just would love to hear your perspective of this last 10 days and, um, yeah, the, the relationships and the connection and all that. If, for those of you who don't know, Lucio Gajo, he's a native of Celta, Argentina. He kind of is in love with Celta, Argentina, and has a heart to see the gospel go forward, but he happened to marry a gal from Connecticut named Amanda White, and uh, now <laughs> they are the Gaijos for, I don't know, how long have you guys been married? 14, 15, something like that, years? <laughs> 10. 10? Jeez, all right. Um, <laughs> you're such pros, you seem like you've been at it for way longer than that, but Amanda um, is, has been amazing because she is completely fluent in Argentina, er, not in Argentinian, Spanish, and she translates, and her, her first culture and language now is Argentinian, I mean, she, she just, she thinks in Spanish, and she's more Argentinian than, than American, I would say, in many ways, and so it's been fun to just have this basically connect her, Amanda has been a huge part of why this relationship has worked, so Amanda, we'd love to hear from you about this relationship and this last trip in particular. <laughs> Well, like Lucy said, we miss you guys already. Like Shelly was saying, it seemed like we just picked off where, where we last saw you guys in Wisconsin when we went to visit you guys and we're praying. It's it again soon to meet so many of you. We heard just how many new people are, are there at Bruce City and it's amazing. It's so encouraging to see how the church is growing there as well. Um, and like uh, Lucy was saying, we had a great time here. Um, the group came down summer camps, so it's amazing a, being able to translate for Randy during the sermons. We had fun. Some of the words he had to <laughs> change up for me because I couldn't think in, in Spanish how to translate them, but it, it was amazing to see how God used him during those sermons to really impact the lives of these young adults. Um, and like he said, we had one of the girls that's on our team, um, one of the married ladies, actually, she was single at the time that you guys came down. She remembered the day that Randy had preached at the bonfire service and how the Lord used that to really call her into missions and serving the Lord full time. And now she's serving with us full time together with her husband. And they are just a huge blessing in our team. Um, I think like uh, Sarah was saying, sometimes we'll very it's tough, 
but it's amazing that even though we can't, uh, sometimes the church can't understand everything because of the language, it still feels we have that relationship as if we, uh, that we know everything about each other. Um, the church loved spending time with them. A lot of the, the people in our church recognized them Sunday, went right up to try to talk. And we have even people in our church that are studying English to be able to speak better. <laughs> and I think this last trip was an encouragement for them to keep at it. Um, so that's an encouragement. Hopefully next time I will have to translate. We'll have a bunch of translators to pick from. <laughs> but um, no, oh, it was a huge blessing to have you guys there. Um, it just seemed to fly by. And we wish that you guys would have been able to stay here much longer. Um, not only just with our church family and the staff that works with us full time in the ministry here, but also our family. Our girls loved being able to to speak in English all day, even more than they already do. Make jokes with both Randy and I and Randy Schwartz, and being able to share our culture, our family, our passion, you no, know, for serving the Lord, and having you guys be a part of that. I think one of the best things I love about this relationship, this partnership between both churches is just being able to learn from each other. Um, there's a lot of stuff that we learn from city and, and are able to put that into our church and our ministry here in Argentina. And it's so encouraging. Every time we go to visit you guys, we we're taking notes, you know, this Lucio, we got to do this when we get back home. Oh, I love this too. And so it's amazing because I think we're growing together side by side, helping each other so we can reach more people with the gospel message of salvation. Um, I think that's our passion that we both share, both in Bruce City and in Argentina, is reaching lost with the, that gospel message of salvation, which is amazing. Um, so now that we're praying for you guys, uh, we can't wait to be able to go start. And so, yeah, and enjoy the cold weather for us. It's super hot down here. So I, I see Sarah with her new sweater on. So, <laughs> But we love you guys so much. Awesome. Awesome. We are taking the same notes, just so you know, every time we go down, Amanda. Um, we're going to, in a moment, have a time of communion and finish our time with communion and worship, because it just feels like that's, what else would we do? But I'm going to ask you guys, Lucille, could you uh, just pray for us? And uh, Amanda, could you translate one more time for us? Let's pray, friends. Awesome. Let's pray. Querido Dios, amado Padre Celestial. Dear Heavenly Father. Oramos agradecido primeramente por tu presencia en nuestras vidas. For your presence in our lives. Gracias, Señor, porque un día nos tomaste. Thank you, Lord, because one day you took us. De, de la oscuridad para traernos a la luz. From the shadows, from the darkness, to bring us into light. Gracias a Dios por la iglesia de Bruce City. Thank you for Bruce City Church. Por la relación que podemos tener juntos. For the relationship that we can have together for more than 10 years. Y ver cómo tú nos has traído hasta este momento, Dios. And see how you brought us to this moment. Cómo hemos crecido. How we've grown. Cómo hemos aprendido mutuamente. How we've learned mutually. Y ver el mismo objetivo no ha cambiado. seeing that the same passion and the same uh, motives haven't changed. Que es más personas que a Jesús. Which is leading more people to your to Jesus' feet. 
Menos religión, más relación con Cristo. Less religion and more relationships with Jesus Christ. Gracias, Señor, por los líderes allí. Lord, for the leaders in Bruce City, for their lives. Oramos por sus familias. We pray for their families. Oramos por la familia de Bruce City. And we pray for the family of Bruce City. Por cada uno, Señor, que podamos seguir creciendo, avanzando. For each one of them that, that we can continue to grow together and continue to advance. Y que podamos reencontrarnos pronto. And that we can come together once again soon. Aquí en Salta, here en in Wisconsin, Salta, or in o Wisconsin, o en la eternidad. Or in eternity, Lord. Gracias, Señor, una vez más. Thank you, Lord, once again. Sigue bendiciendo esta compañerismo, esta hermandad. Continue to bless this partnership. This brotherhood. Para que podamos seguir soñando grandes. So we can continue to dream big things for you. En el nombre del Señor Jesús. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you guys just so much. If you guys want to get connected and hear about on a monthly basis what's going on with the church in Salta, what's going on with the Gaggio family, they send a monthly newsletter that we could connect you with. So I'm just going to say this and hope that Shelly can make this happen. If you sign up back at the info center for a, if you're new, go grab a coffee mug and then you kind of sign in. We'll get an email out to you. But there's these number of things where you can say I'm interested in. And you can say get receiving the Gaggio's newsletter. We'll connect you with the guys shows you can get on their newsletter hear what's happening if you want to support them and the work they're doing uh that'd be even better so um guys shows, we're going to have a time of communion now together if you want to stay on and, and join us for that if not great if not we love you and let's give them a brew city we love you so my favorite thing about communion is there's so many ways to 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 focus and to think about communion. It's like so many things in the, in the scriptures. They're like a diamond. There's endless amount of facets to the meaning and the beauty and the pr profound nature of them. And so this morning, as we celebrate communion together, as we celebrate and remember that the reason that we're here, the reason that we're a people, the reason that we have hope, the reason that we have redemption, the reason that we have peace, the reason that we have anything good is because of Jesus. We do communion every single week around here because we want to remind ourselves that Jesus is the, at the center of every single thing about what we do and who we are around here. And so we're going to come forward up the middle aisle and take the elements. They're still COVID-friendly, so you don't have to worry about germs. You can take the communion back at your seat. But as we take communion this morning, let's remember that in a few hours, there's a church in Salta called Iglesia Cristiana Misionera, or the Christian Missionary Church in Salta that our friends lead, that are going to be leading, or that are going to be gathering as well, around the world. And then there's churches in the eastern part of the world, Iran and Asia, who are underground. And these brave souls are meeting because they love Jesus even though their, their lives are threatened for it at this, whatever it was during the day today. And there are churches in Africa who are burgeoning and, and who are dirt poor, but the Holy Spirit is alive in ways that we could only imagine. And there's churches in, in Eastern Europe, in the Ukraine, who are trying to survive but are, are, are meeting the needs of one another. There's, there's beautiful organizations around the world that have the name of Jesus who are, who are caring for orphans and the least of these around the world. No matter what our preconceived notions are, there's beautiful things being done by, in and by the church, and we are all one body. This is what we can remember this morning as we share communion together, that because of Christ... We have brothers and sisters around the world who are trying to embody and, and embrace the same things we are and trying to bring that gospel of Jesus because we believe that the way of Jesus is the best way of any, that anyone's ever heard of. So as we 
come and receive communion. Let's do it in brotherhood and in family with our family around the world. And so, Jesus, we come before the table now as a family just to say we are all about you. We have found forgiveness in you. We found redemption and new life in you. We found hope and peace and goodness in you. We have found love and acceptance in you, Jesus. And so we celebrate that now with brothers and sisters around the world as one church. And we ask that you would bless the global church in ways that we could only imagine. Bless the, the Gaijos and Iglesia Cristiana Misionera. Thank you for your heart for the, all the world. We celebrate and partake in that now in Jesus' name. Amen.